All right, all right, all right. Welcome back, everybody, to CarCast. CarCast is a, a, a podcast for the Employees Navigating Credit Union, and we have with us today... Carlos. Amanda. And Randy. And I am Tim, and uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Um, today, we have a, a question that was um, submitted. Uh, Amanda will run us through the question, and then uh, we're going to let the CarCast crew just kind of give you their thoughts on this uh, this subject. Absolutely. So Katarina from our Winsocket branch uh, has the question of what are the steps to fixing your credit when you are trying to get a house? This is a great question. Randy or Carlos, you want to start? So it, this is an in-depth question. I like it, but um, it's going to take some time to unravel. So I would say the first step you have to do if you haven't done it is be honest with yourself. So first you got to know how deep, so you said fix your credit. So how deep in the hole are you? How bad, for lack of a better term, is the mess that you got yourself into? So let's face that. You have to face that. You have to be honest with yourself. So I was talking, speaking about students yesterday about, about a budget. And I said, there's no point in lying to yourself or lying to the person helping you because it's not, you're not going to fix it. So how deep are you? How much do you owe? And what is your real ability to pay back? Once you have those numbers, then it gets easier. So how much do you owe? How much is your ability to pay back? Now you kind of have a time frame as to maybe how long it's going to you, take you to start to fix your credit. Um, you have to do a lot of research. And you might have to be on the phone or email. Definitely talk. So a lot of people ignore phone calls, ignore mail from creditors. You can't do that. You have to communicate with these individuals because they're going to be a big step in you fixing your credit. Sure. Uh, I, I agree with you, Carlos. Um, and even if, you're, if your credit really isn't that bad, sometimes I'm, it's, it's funny. Um, some of the people that come to me and wonder, can I get a loan here? And I look and say, of course you can. You're, you're really? And then there's people whose credit is horrible and they're like just expecting to get a loan so you never know i, I don't know how to judge the question but either way whatever it is the most important thing as carlos mentioned is understand your spending habits right now you have to be honest with yourself and say okay and usually what i recommend i think i, I would get some uh, concurrence from my my colleagues here is you need like three months you have to look at three months of your spending every penny and i know that sounds like a pain in the neck but if you just write everything down, there are apps out there that you can do it with every with uh, everything that you spend. You just put it in; and it can it can calculate for you by um, different uh, categories and stuff. But you got to know what you're spending, and then you have to look at it honestly. And whether it's through a credit counselor or, or, or someone else to say, okay, here's what I'm spending. Here's what here's here's where my money's going. Is this realistic? Because how much is a mortgage going to be? What's the average price? How much? How much? Uh, you have to find out how much. Um, mortgage you can, or how much of a house you can purchase, how much money that you have down for, for a down payment. Uh, so there's a lot of different variables uh, in this. So don't forget, we have our money management tool um, built into our online banking. So with very little input, uh, because it'll, it'll just track all of your spending. If you have a Navigant checking account, one of them, and, and, it's in, and you're using online banking, and you use the money management tool, those accounts automatically get populated and you can just set the categories on spend. Like if I, if I go to the Cumberland Farms to buy gas every week, I'm, that comes through as Cumberland Farms. And I have 
I have set it so that every time that comes through, it goes in as gas. Mm -hmm. So I know how much money I'm spending on gas. So that helps you to do what you were talking about, Randy, which is tracking, without the level of detail where I got to sit there with a notepad and a pen in my car and write down everything I do. So that's true. I think one of the things I always tell people when I sit with them is pull your credit report, right? First of all, make sure the stuff is actually yours. Right? Where, where, where can you get that? Uh, annualcreditreport.com. You can do it once a year. Yep. So I tell people every year to do it around tax time because that's when people get their tax returns and they have extra money. Mm -hmm. So if you owe stuff, it's more likely that you're able to negotiate with somebody when you have that extra money. Don't pull it on Christmas because nobody wants to pull their credit report on Christmas, <laughs> right? Well, the month after. Or the month after. But pull your credit report. Make sure the stuff is yours. If it's not yours, you have to dispute it. And by law, the... Um, credit reporting agency has 30 days to say, yes, this was you, or no, this wasn't you, and has to take it off or leave it on depending on the decision. So first, make sure everything on there is yours. And then look at, okay, am I ever going to pay off this $10,000 bill, or am I going to have to settle with them? But what you don't want to do is go in and start settling with all of them all at once, because mm -hmm. if you miss one payment, they're all going to go down. Yeah, right. And that's true. Keeping, keeping up even if it's for temporarily, even if it's just minimum payments until you get yourself on track, mm -hmm. you really want to make sure that you're keeping up with whatever bills that you've created. So that, th that is an important, uh, important fact as well. I think that's the biggest part of fixing your credit is just looking at what you can afford. Mm -hmm. Realize that if this took five to seven years to get into, it's not going to take a year to get out of, right? right? So everybody has that home ownership goal, right? right? Or a lot of people have that home ownership goal. But if you can't buy a home in six months because your credit's bad or you can't buy a home for two years because your credit's bad, it's okay. I, you know, the other thing, too, is sometimes people look at it and they, uh, they say, oh, geez, I'm, I got myself into a hole here. And then they start to spiral down the old, I'll never get out of the hole. Mm -hmm. But to get out of the hole, you got to stop digging, right? Mm -hmm. That's the first thing you got to do. And I think that, you know, what these guys in, in the studio here can help you with, if you do have those questions... Um, again, as certified credit counselors, they can really help you create some strategies and, and tactics that you can use that will get you into that house. Just because it's bad doesn't mean you'll never get into a house. Right now, you know what? With the housing market the way it is, it may not be ready for you yet, right? That could It could turn in the, in the next, you know, 12 to 18 months. All of a sudden, houses become a little bit more available and a little bit more affordable, and you've had this time now to, to, to fix some things that may have gone haywire. And, and it happens to sometimes happens to the best of us. We had a member in Woonsocket that we um, was referred to me for credit counseling because she wanted to buy a home. And we set up a plan. It was a year-long plan. And guess what? She came in a year later. She said she met with Joel, and she was buying her first house and closing. So it's possible. But if it took you a year or two to get out of into it, it's not going to take you three days or four days or a month to get out of it. Exactly. Exactly. But don't be... <laughs> Don't be ashamed, and when you meet with us, it's not a judgment issue. It's, it's we want to help you. Absolutely. You know, get yourself into a position where you can do the things you got to do. Anything else on this particular topic, folks? Well, I, I just wanted to add that you would be surprised the amount of people I've heard say, you know, I didn't have the money, so I don't even open the bills. I rip them up and I throw them away. But you have to face it. Number one and number two, a lot of creditors have internal departments that can help you. There's some of them give you zero percent interest for. A little while to help you catch up so there is they want you to be able to pay them back right. so a lot of people a lot of uh creditors have internal programs that can help you uh pay those bills off nice all the, right 
can I just make one more? You can. Sorry. Um, so the other thing is, is that there may be people that say they think they have to fix their credit because it's probably low, but it could be that there's nothing on their credit report. Mm. So it's not necessarily fixing their credit. It could be just improving their credit score. And that's where, you know, those sitting with us or sitting with an MSR that you trust or sitting with a manager that you trust and listening to what programs are out there. We have a lot of great programs that are going to help you build credit, especially in-house, um, that it's it's good to take advantage of and talk to somebody. The one thing I will say is from credit counseling with people over and over again, if a company ever comes to you and says, we'll do debt consolidation for you, I don't care how much debt you're in, do not, do not, do not do it. Um, it is a complete waste of money scam. And I can't say scam because it's legit, but you pay for six months up front before they even start calling your debts and collecting on them. Yeah. Yeah. Much much more, uh, less expensive yeah. options and avenues that you can go down. Absolutely. That uh, you can figure that out with. Like us. We're cheap. Right. I mean, not all of us. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you guys. Any uh, any final closing thoughts? All right. Awesome. Well, um, thank you very much. And everybody, we appreciate you coming and listening to us for a little while. Hopefully, we've answered some of your questions. Please submit questions on, on Teams in the Community Engagement Channel. Right at the top, there's a little button. You can submit a question. You can do it anonymously. You can put your name to it. If you put your name to it and we select it, throw you into a drawing to win a $10 Dunkin' Donuts gift card or some other great little gift that we might have. So don't be afraid to do that. Um, this show works great when we have the questions that are being submitted. So keep them coming. And we need your input. We need your input. So thanks very much, everybody. And we will see you next time. How's uh, your tent in the heat now, Amanda? I can fry some eggs for us in for morning. Do they have AC?